Hello, my name is Chris and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Tech. Hope everyone is okay and staying safe. I'm John here with my co-host Will. Hello, my name is Will and welcome. Today we are talking about power. Uh, right, so you might be asking yourself a question, what do they mean by power? By power we mean, we mean ways of delivering power to devices, for example cables, books and uh even wireless charging you could say so we've got a wide variety of pores to cover today and uh, it will be quite an interesting episode so let's dive right in so i will start off with uh talking about usb-c which is one of the mainly used ports now in 2021 i actually remember when USB-C was like first to release, you could say. And my parents got their Samsung devices and it was really early for the USB-C game. And and we all were just shocked that it, that it had this really weird port. However, now, all these years later, I think that USB-C is a really good port because many devices now have it. So uh, let's start getting into the questions. So we'll... What are your overall thoughts of USB-C? I think it is really good. Like it is going to be the cable of the future. But where as it as it's a, it's hundred times better than it was when it was first released now. But in comparison to what I think it will be in the future, it's going to get a lot better. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still know that a fair few devices haven't made a switch to to USB-C. Uh, I'm not only talking about iPhones, some other devices also still don't use a USB-C. Another thing that I really wish used USB-C was Windows laptops. However, Windows laptops, as you know, they require a lot of power with gigantic power bricks. However, I hope that maybe they can develop USB-C even further. And uh, maybe it will be able to charge everything. And maybe even in the future, the iPhone might might go with the USB-C. However, we'll talk about the uh, iPhone situation later on in this episode. Uh, But yeah, many devices do use USB-C. For example, uh, iPads. Now the iPad Pro and the iPad Air. Uh, Most Samsung, most uh, Android phones, sorry. Uh, some laptops, pretty much most of the devices that are out there have switched over to USB-C. So another question, why you should use USB-C, what are the pros and cons of it, you could say? So why why do you think you should use USB-C? I think it's because mainly of the... There's a few reasons why you could use USB-C. One of them is uh, faster charging... Another one is man, like on the uh, pros, the sixty watt. It's good because it has a bigger battery. It's actually got two batteries, but and data transfer and like um, so the speeds are a lot higher. Uh yeah, uh, the one plus uh. Warp charge is called a warp charge for 30 and a warp charge 60 are really great. Uh, they charge your devices super fast. I mean, 
the 60 watt one, the battery needs to be split into two smaller ones just for safety. Uh, as it is of a very fast charging, I must say, and I really like the way OnePlus is going. Uh, still keeping the charger in the box, I think that it's a good way. And also, we are planning our an episode on reasons why uh, companies take the chargers out of the box and why it's not very good for the environment. However, that is in the, that is in the future. So that is why you should use USB C. Now let's talk about USB-C, but in the way of Thunderbolt 3 and 4, as you've got Thunderbolt 4 and some new devices. Uh, so I'm starting off with uh, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt, pretty much, it looks exactly the same as USB-C. Uh, however, Thunderbolt transfers data, but from what I have read, I'm not exactly sure. I have, can't confirm that one with you right now. Uh, Will is. Do you know anything about Thunderbolt ports? Uh, not as much as I think you do, so I think you may as well say with this. Right. But it is um, this it's got many of the same features as USB C. Uh, yeah. Also, different USB C cables from what I am reading on a website. Uh, some can charge faster than others because there are different types of Type C cables. Uh. So some are five volts, and as OnePlus is doing, some are sixty watts of power delivery. So USB-C cables really do, like you know, differ. So now let's talk uh, mainly about the pros of USB-C. So Will, what do you think are the pros? Yeah. So. The pros are the same as I've said. Just said. Did you, did you say pros or cons? Pros, pros. I've just didn't I just say the pros? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, true. Also, we should add another pro. Uh, that USB C supports all these hubs out there and docks that you could use with. Well, it's mainly tablets, but you can connect one to your phone and it will work. And as we earlier on said, OnePlus Warp Charge 30 and 60 and Thunderbolt data transfers. Now, let's move over to the uh, more pessimist side, the cons of USB-C. Will, over to you. Yeah, so the cons are um, that, well, it's not really a con, but on the new MacBook, it's the only port. So it's it's not really as a con for... Uh, USB-C, but it's a con that you can't really plug anything else in. Also, uh, that it yeah. does wear out over time, and not all devices use it at the moment. Which I feel like it will improve in the future. Like at some point, I'd say it will be the most popular cable in the world, and most widely available and most widely used. But at the moment, it's not on many devices. Uh, yeah, uh, that is very true. However, USB-C has been used so much, uh, like, you know, for a few years now, you could potentially even say. Uh, and some YouTubers that I watch and I have seen their videos who are actually moving back to Windows uh, for the ports. Now, when they get their new Windows machine with the ports, like, they, they already have a dock plugged in to the monitor. So... Pretty much in one dock, you have every port. So 
I guess the issue is slowly starting to get solved because, you know, we've got all these dongles and everything. Uh, but, yeah, I really want Apple to uh, look at the situation of the ports on the MacBooks and about it wearing out. I, I do agree it is a pretty big negative of USB-C. I mean, I've had my iPad Pro for two years now, roughly about maybe a bit longer. And my port, believe it or not, is actually has wore out a tiny bit. So my iPad is charging right now. There is a slight bit of wobble if I do, you know, slightly push the cable. So they do wear out and that's a pretty big con, I I must say. However, if they do invent maybe some way that the ports, you know, are more hardware, uh, like, you know, so that they don't wear off that quickly and that badly, then USB-C is really a great port, I must say. Uh, yeah, I think that USB-C really has, you know, the potential to shine. Uh, if all devices move over to USB-C for charging, charging, as I say, so they leave all the ports on it. So then you you would really only need one cable with you at all times and not carry around multiple cables like, you know, USB. Uh, of course, USB-C and the rest of the, of your cables that you need and lightning. Uh, but we will see. And I think that buying a USB-C device, like, it's quite a big feature. Well, I don't know if you can call it a feature, but you should watch out if your device has USB-C. So now over to Will for his topic of MagSafe. Yeah, so MagSafe is the latest connector coming to the iPhone. But a little bit of history is that it was first introduced onto the Mac Pro in 2006. It was designed by Steve Jobs as a safe alternative to the traditional charging cable. So it was made, um, so like if you trip over your computer cable, it just like, comes out magnetically um, instead of damaging the computer. And it, yeah, is, and it's, it isn't a bit like, uh, sorry to interrupt you, it's in a bit like the surface port that you could... Uh, it's yeah, also magnetic. It, it, yeah, so. it is a bit like the surface port. And it has recently been added to the iPhone 12 in 2021 using just wireless charging and magnets. So I, I think, in my opinion, MagSafe is good, but I think it does need improving. And we are seeing that is it has been taken out uh, in the last few years of the Mac Pro and replaced with USB-C, but it is expected to come back onto the new Macs. And uh, the a pro of it is that it does charge at fifteen watts, which is very good for wireless charging. Uh, what what other pros do you think are of MagSafe? Well, pros of MagSafe uh, overall, I think that in the future there will be a deep, wide variety of different accessories like car mounts. Like you know, we've already seen Moment, the camera company, make some like you know pretty cool stuff for recording with your iPhone so uh, yeah and regarding charging I think that the 15 watts might need you know maybe a little bit of a boost to you know maybe improve uh, improve how fast it charges and how efficient it is however I think that's a really really good concept and yeah there there is a possibility of MagSafe being you know you also widely used on Apple devices because it, it's it's a really good idea, but I guess the execution 
uh, needs a tiny bit of improving. However, I think that for the, like you know the first magazine new phone to come out, I think they've done a pretty good job already. Yeah, so those are all valid pros, but more talking about cons. One that I think is valid is it's not really more about MagSafe. It's more about the actual physical charger itself, the little puxing, is that the magnets aren't that strong. And if you saw some of the reviews closer to release back in September, they were testing the wallet accessory and something that is holding credit cards and debit cards and driving licenses are just the the um, the magnets that connected it to the phone were just not strong enough for something that is viable. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the phones hold it better than others, as you may have seen. Like the the twelve pro and the twelve, both have tight a bit different uh, uh, magnets in the back, as you might have seen. Uh, but yeah, uh, there aren't that many ma- uh, magsafe. You know wallet alternatives that hold on very well at this moment in time. Uh, yeah, I, I think that they should make either the accessories stronger or the magnets in the phone stronger. I think the magnets in the phone, it will be better because then all the other accessories as well will work better. But that's just something for Apple to improve uh, in the future. Yeah, so next I'm going to ask Chris some questions. And he can answer the best he can about what his opinion on this the question is. So, first of all, what um, do you think that Apple will get rid of the port and switch to pure MagSafe? Well, there are a lot, lot of leaks, lots of leaks on, you know, on websites. On the iPhone 12, it will. the 13. Yeah, I think that it would be a very good, good move forward as it will ditch lightning, which you know, isn't the best. And uh, it will give MagSafe even more potential so it can be used uh, even more and people can use it easily. Like, you know, it's not really a gimmick like wireless charging was and still kind of is. Like, you can use your phone while while charging the phone with MagSafe. So I hope it is going to move. Maybe not with the 12S. However, maybe with the next generation, it will. However, we can only wait to see. One of Apple's, like, kind of like their goals is a, a truly wireless future. So I do expect at some point yeah. it will go pure MagSafe. Uh, next of all, do you think that Apple will put uh, the MagSafe concept into their other devices? Like, we know it most might come to the next Mac, but do you think it will come to other things like the iPads? Uh, yeah, I think that it will that it will really benefit. For example, the iPad and the Mac. However, I am slightly worried. I must say, because have you seen the size of the MagSafe puck? Yeah, it's it, it's it uh, is um yeah I've seen it yeah yeah it's not large but. I mean, I could imagine that Apple wouldn't want you to stick it like in the middle, maybe, of of a twelve point nine inch iPad Pro. So, however, I do really like that it's like you know larger, so it's quite easy to place. So maybe if, for example, of the iPad, they made it, I don't know on the on the top right corner of it, or bottom right corner of it, like you know, just a a little place to put your MagSafe puck on. 
However, yeah, I think they will make its way over to all of the Apple devices, except, uh, of course, the Apple Apple Watch, because that's already got, got its little puck of its own. Uh, and AirPods, I'm not exactly sure if they can really implement it on the AirPods. Yeah, so uh, another thing, I th- uh, next question. Do you think that Apple will improve the uh, watch of the MagSafe? Uh, yeah, as I said earlier on, I, I really hope because, for example, with the Mac, um, 15 watts, I'm pretty sure isn't enough to power a MacBook Air even. So, yeah, and also on the iPhones, I think that if they made, I don't know, maybe 25 watts, maybe at a stretch for the iPhone, uh, yeah, I think that they should improve the wattage a fair yeah, bit. Yeah, because if I, if, you know, yeah, to, if, I, if, they, if I think about they will go to the, the iPads or the Macs, they will have to make the watts better than 15 to charge the larger devices. Uh, anyway, next question. Uh, do you think MagSafe is worth the money? At this very moment in time, uh, not really. If if you haven't got the money for it, don't buy it. Like it's it, it's not a gimmick, but it's still in the works. So if I were you, I will wait until the execution is just right, and then pull the trigger on a MagSafe puck. However, for now, it still has a lightning port, so why not use it? If you do have the money to splash, then do buy it. But it's up to you, really, what you think of it. Yeah, because it isn't... It's, yeah, you're right, it's not a gimmick. It is a legitimate accessory. But it isn't extremely expensive. It is a, a, around $40. So it, for, in, if you're buying a £1,000 iPhone, maybe £40 yeah, is you should worth... Have the money maybe to buy it's it worth for. the convenience. But if... Honestly, if you're contemplating, I would I would agree and say wait until it's better. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, if what, do you think that if the next iPhone does what people think and lose the port, do you think that it will be included in the box, or do you think people well, are, are going to have to buy it separately? Well, I really, really hope that Apple won't won't remove the puck because that would just really be, you know. I understand that, as I said earlier, we're going to make an episode on this, that apparently it's for the nature and everything and for the planet. But I think that maybe with the, with the first iPhone, you can choose without any expenses, if you want them to include it in the box or not. A bit like Samsung are doing if you want a cable with, with your phone or not, well, like they used to do. Uh, so I think that they should include the puck maybe in the first iPhone, first two iPhones. But later on, they can remove it once again, because most people have it by then. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think that if they do remove the port, they will have to include something to charge the phone, because they cannot trust everyone that buys it to have a wireless charger. Uh, Anyway, do you think that other brands will copy MagSafe and why? Oh, yeah. Actually, I, I I am really sure that other brands will copy it. And why? Well, people will see that it will boom and people will love it and people will use it and they will see the execution is correct and people find it more as a feature on the new phone, not just, you know, a way to charge. They will call it like a premium feature. So I do believe other companies will copy MagSafe. 
However, maybe not in the near future because it's still, yeah. you know, because, not at, at because its technically, MagSafe is not really a thing. Wireless charging has been around for years, and it's just the concept of something yeah. that's being magnetically attached to the back of a phone. That's the new part. The actual concept of the charging is no different than a, an anchor or orky mat. So the actual concept of a magnetic charger for an iPhone, I feel like, yeah, will be copied very soon. But um, the concept isn't much different than things that existed on like the old maps, like I was telling you about earlier. Um, yeah, also... What, what do you think uh, are the best accessories for MagSafe if, if, you have an, if someone has bought the iPhone 12? Well, uh, the Apple One, as you said, uh, it's an alright accessory. Yeah. However, it is quite no, expensive. I, I, for, I, I, know, I would not recommend the wallet. The magnets are not strong enough if you're yeah. if you're holding. Through. Yeah. However, uh, there is a uh, wallet. Well, it also is a wallet, but there is an alternative. It's a moth. So it's also MagSafe compatible. It costs twenty five dollars. It is a wallet that has free cards. It is also a stand for your phone. And apparently, it is known to be uh, to, to hold better onto the iPhone. And also, as I earlier said, uh, moment, uh, you know, camera accessories. But I am sure that Accessorize Me on YouTube will be posting a YouTube video about all the accessories that are MagSafe. So, yeah, check him out. Uh, and Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, in my opinion, that the... The worst accessories that came out, Apple official, not third party, that came out for the iPhone 12. Number one is MagSafe Duo Charger, which is basically a, it's the MagSafe yes, hook expensive. and the Apple Watch magnetic charger in one little mat that folds in half. It's $130 for a little dock, which is way too expensive in my opinion, which is the most Apple thing and then, and the second, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure that other brands will definitely pop out with a lot of accessories, yeah. maybe even better docks than the uh, Apple Travel Dock. So I would just wait until third party options come out and buy those. And then the second one, in my opinion, is like the uh, the leather sleeve, and it like. That sleeve. Yeah. It's it's the same price, one hundred and thirty. It looks a bit like those things that you can put your, like what if you go in the sea, like it's a waterproof thing. Well, it's just a leather thing to oh, hold yeah. your phone, which I think is way too expensive. Yeah, way too expensive, and also I think that the that the market is way too niche. It's too new, and I don't think that Apple should yeah, have done it. Anyway, um, uh, do you think? that you should buy an iPhone with MagSafe as one of the main reasons to upgrade? Uh, no, for now, no. Uh, definitely not now. I would wait until it gets developed even more. And if it does get developed even more, if you want the convenience of MagSafe, then, yeah, you should upgrade, definitely. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Um, do you think that is MagSafe even safe, really? The black because the back glass can shatter after a long time. Also, it could leave like visible rings or possible scratches on the case or the phone. Uh, yeah, that this one is actually from Accessorizing also on YouTube. Uh, check him out. 
So he made a video where it shows only after a few times, you know, placing it on the phone, you could already see like a little ring mark on the back. And in the long run, it won't look very nice. Also, if you place the phone maybe too hard, it might, there is a very small chance of it shattering. And then the actual puck around, it's metal. And then you've got the white thing in the middle for charging. But the metal can actually scratch the back glass. Yeah. Because if you, if you look at initial thing, like reviews, it doesn't look like it could scratch it because the, um, the hardness difference of the materials. But I could see that eventually it could start scratching if you place it too roughly or intentionally scratch it if you tried your best. So um, I do see that possibly it will pos- it could end up having repercussions of it. I think they need to yeah uh, I don't know if you saw I can't remember whose video it was. This isn't related to this, but there's different MagSafe uh, um, accessories. So there's like the cases, the wallet and then the puck. And there was a yeah. certain limit of how many accessories you could have before the puck didn't actually charge it. So I think how it worked was that you can have yeah, you already have to remove the wallet. Yeah, you can, you can only have one accessory between the charger and the actual phone for it to work. So you could have like a case and then the wallet. But if you want to charge with MagSafe, you have to take the wallet off. If you have a, just the wallet, you'd have to, you could maybe charge it through. But I wouldn't recommend it if, since it. No, no. The, apparently the cards yeah. uh, are, you aren't possible. It isn't possible to charge through yeah. them because of the material they are yeah. made out of. So uh, back to you. Uh, yeah, uh, MagSafe, uh, to sum it up, is a really cool concept, uh, and I cannot wait to see it. Uh, and also talking about, is MagSafe even safe? The, the leak for the iPhone 12S, I don't know if you've seen them. It sort of, it sort of looks like an 11-inch iPad Pro in silver, 2020, but, you know, a lot smaller. Have you seen uh, it? Yes, I've seen it, yes, yeah, several times. Yeah, it looks fully uh, uh, aluminium or aluminium. And it, I, I, I genuinely have already fallen in love with it, you could say. I, I don't know why, but there's just something about it that looks, you know, so good. Uh, but yeah, maybe about that another time. So now to finish the episode off, let's do a quick history lesson called Cables of All Time. So as you know, there are tens, maybe like even more different types of cables so, for example, the USB-A, which is, you know, quite old. You've got even the Apple desktop uh, charger, the Mac serial charger, mini display port, and all the other cables. But now, uh, into the modern age, you could say, now the m- most used ports are still micro-B, sadly. Like, you know, for example, some speakers and, and headphones that cost a bit less still use them got the mini b which is not used as much now uh, you've got the a pin lightning which is you know lightning the type a 2.0 type a 3.0 and obviously type c 3.0 and the thunderbolt cable uh yeah i think that we're going to wrap it up for today's podcast so anyway thank you so much for listening i hope you have enjoyed this episode of let's talk tech and stay tuned for the next one. Also, I would just like to say, uh, text us over your thoughts about uh, MagSafe and USB-C on our media. Well, over to you. 
Yes, uh, also make sure to follow us on Instagram. Our name is Chris's Let's Talk Tech for a lot of the info. Anyway, thanks a ton for watching and we'll see you around.